something sexy. That's L-I-Q-U-O-R. Don't get it twisted. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Kitty Liquor. That's L-I-Q-U-O-R. Don't get it twisted. I'm your host, Cat Wonders. And don't mind my new list because I'm wearing Invisaligns. And we're going to get used to it together. It's only like 12 to 18 months. Just kidding. Um, I'm going to take them out, actually, because I uh, can't talk with them in, and I probably have lipstick all over them. <laughs> One thing with the Invisaligns is uh, they tend to cling the lipstick. I'm going to ruin my lipstick taking it out. Don't watch. <laughs> all right. So Invisaligns are out. And <laughs> one thing I do have, though, that you'll still maybe hear a little bit is I get... When you get Invisaligns, you get little tabs glued onto your teeth, kind of like tooth-colored tabs, so that the Invisaligns can actually click in and stay put. So those also pose a little bit of a lisp, but not as bad as when they're in. So some of you will be able to notice and hear the difference. Some of you won't. <sighs> oh my God, you guys, it's been a little while since I filmed. <laughs> I have been recovering. Um, I'm not going to get into any major details, but it was not the vid. It was, uh, just some other type of bug, but I feel great now. I actually feel refreshed. Um, and I feel ready to tackle the world in a whole new way with tabs on my teeth and Invisaligns. Um, I do have to wear them for like 12 to 18 months, depending on how quickly my teeth adjust. And as you can see, I don't have really, my teeth aren't crooked per se, but I've talked about this in previous podcasts, but I, uh, I grind my teeth at night. I have for years. I've got like really, I've got lots of wear on my teeth. And I thought that I stopped years ago because I just stopped waking myself up grinding my teeth, but that wasn't the case. The dentist is like, you're still grinding your teeth. So just to talk to the dentist about getting some bonding done, I went specifically to a cosmetic dentist. So this is what my goals are. And she said, well, unfortunately, if I bond your teeth right now, you're just going to grind them right off. Because of course, what what they use to bond your teeth with, the bonding, <laughs> uh, is definitely not as strong as your enamel. So she said, in order to bond your teeth the way you want them, you need to straighten them. This side has to come up, that side has to come up, and all this other stuff. And um and in about 12 to 18 months, I can get them bonded and then have a final kind of tray that I wear at night. Tray sounds so not sexy. <laughs> um, but a, just like a, uh, another, like a final aligner to keep yourself from grinding. Because I, I can't stop myself from grinding. I mean, maybe I could do some sort of hypnosis and, and uh, deal with it that way. But I, I've tried to stop. I don't know that I'm even doing it. So... Long story short, I am wearing Invisaligns now. Woo! And um, they've actually been pretty comfortable. I've got one tooth, like this one up here, that feels really weird and feels like more sensitive and painful. And I think because it's pulling, it's pulling down. I don't know what's going on. All I know is that <laughs> I have a goal in mind. It's been annoying as hell to brush my teeth like five times a day because you have to brush your teeth every time you eat. So I've been kind of like really... It's, it's almost like a good weight loss tactic to get Invisaligns because then you're like, oh, I really want to eat that, but I don't want to take on my Invisaligns. And then I have to like floss every time. And I mean, you can get away with a little bit here and there, but yeah, anyway, I'm, I'm excited though. I think so far it's been going really well. And I go back in about, I got, I got six months worth of trays, but I got to go back in three months just to make sure everything's working out fine. And What's strange is, and I mean, I'm sorry if you don't care about this, <laughs> but is I can't actually close my teeth all the way. So my, my back molars, because I got tabs on the inside of my teeth, my bottom teeth hit the tabs and I can't close my molar, but it's like such a small space that when I'm eating avocado or something really soft, I can feel it then, but um, otherwise I'm not starving. So I just can't chew my food maybe as good as I should be, which, you know, is a thing in itself, but... I'm not starving and everything's been going well. This is episode what? I should know this, but it's been a while, you guys. This is episode 76. 76. <laughs> and um, I am excited. I am also excited that I'm over my cold and I can have 
booze again. Because, you know, when you're sick, you don't really want to drink and make things worse. Um, but today, so the other night I made a drink with white wine, this handy dandy little Simply Cocktail mixture, and um, a bit of cranberry juice. Ew, that's sticky. And it was so good. And I was like, I'm going to make that on my podcast. I don't have white wine and I don't have any of the cranberry juice left. So I'm going to make something along the same lines, but completely different at the same time. Okay. <laughs> oh my God, you guys, this shirt, this is a sugar thrill shirt. It comes with a matching skirt, which I'm not wearing because you can't see my bottom half anyway. Um, but I love this set and I don't normally wear purple, but I'm loving it. And I've got little purple flower earrings. So I just feel so coordinated, but not because my pants are gray. <laughs> I just got to put on some purple heels and head to the grocery store. Um, all right. So today's concoctail will include red wine. This is Talento Red. It's a 2019 and it is from, why? Oh, product of Spain. You know what? It's always in the same place where the wine is from. And I still, it still takes me 15 minutes to find it. So red wine, this cocktail mixture, which is raspberry coconut jalapeno, jalapeno and fresca because fresca is my go-to for everything because it's delicious and it doesn't taste sugar-free, but it is not sponsored. So, oh my God, you guys look at this glass. First of all, I'm not sure if you can see, you could definitely, okay, I didn't polish it. So apologize, apologies for the water spots. These glasses come in three different colorways. Now they look like they'd be tippy and really because of the weight of this glass, it's, they're not at all. And I mean, they're more tippy probably than a, a really wide based stem glass, but this it's adorable and um, it matches my aesthetic. I've got like pink and peach and anyway, it comes in three colorways and this, um, it comes in like a blue and green kind of glass, but very subtle and then a purple. I'm like, oh, anyway, so I've got, I've got the purple ones coming. I've got the blue ones. Anyway, I just get excited about cocktail glasses because it's part of my job to make cocktails and they have to look good too. I know maybe some of you don't care, but I'm sure some of you do. Anyway, and I've got my beautiful La Crusette, Le Crusette um, bottle opener. Uh, okay, so this actually, so I've got a subscription with a company called um, The Wine Collective. In Canada, it's similar to, uh, there's another wine subscription service called Bright Cellars in the States and maybe other countries, but um, I tried to sign up for Bright Cellars and they do not ship to Canada. So the Wine Collective is a monthly subscription service where you can order between, I believe, two and six bottles of wine per month. Uh, and then you pay a flat fee. There's a board of people that choose the wines. It's not just like a random selection. They actually sit down, taste, and every time you receive your order, you also receive a little booklet that gives you information on the wine. This is not sponsored. I know this totally sounds like an ad, but it's not. Um, but it just kind of forces you to try and buy different wines that you would normally never try. Sound like Dr. Seuss over here. Um, anyway, so I really appreciate it as well. And you know what? A couple of times my subscription box has like saved me when I've had guests randomly and no booze. <laughs> just like the box arrived just in time. Uh, I get a combination of reds and whites, but you can choose all reds or all whites. And yes, so that little spiel, Bright Sellers, I mean, Wine Collective, sponsor me. Another thing that I like about it is that you get pairings, like pairing suggestions with the bottles that you get. So you'll get a little booklet. Each page is one of the bottles that you have and what you should pair it with. And it just kind of gives you extra knowledge about wine because I, I tend to buy wines just based on the bottle design. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a um, judge a book by its cover or judge a bottle by its label type of gal. Mm. Smells decadent and Spanish wines so far. I don't know if I've really had one that I don't love, but what I'm going to do is this is a 
Vino Ecologico. Is this... You know what? This last box of wine that I got must have all been organic because two before this were organic and I was like, oh, organic wine. Um, I would kind of tend to think that organic reds would be headache material. Are they more tanniny? Tanninish? Um, and let's see. This is supposed to be light, simple, and fruity. And, uh, yeah. Ideal for all, all kinds of snacks, cheese, pasta, and grilled meat. Okay, so pretty much a good all-round type red. I don't know what, I normally I'm like, oh, Pinot this, you know, a Pinot Noir or a Cabernet, but this doesn't say what it is. It's just called Talento. Okay. I'm going to try it first, but I'm going to add as much wine as I need for the cocktail, which is about that much. How much is that? I don't know. Smells lovely. And... The camera died right as, no, it didn't die. It filled up. My memory card filled up right as I was tasting this. So let me taste it again. This is very, very, very good. I'm gonna leave it open for a bit so it can breathe. But I don't know, I'd never really delved into the organic wine zone. All, I do know that the other ones that I got, um, were organic and one of them was by it was called Santa Cruz or something the brand with a bicycle on the front it was an organic wine organic Pinot Grigio and it tasted like it had a strong hint of like jalapenos so anyway that actually would have worked really well with this uh <laughs> raspberry coconut jalapeno but so anyway wonderful wine definitely recommend it I'm gonna add some of this raspberry coconut jalapeno cocktail mix. And we're gonna go for like a little sangria type feel. I'm not having sugar, so that's breaking the law in my house. But at least I'm making up for it with Fresca, right? And I'm just topping it off with a bit of Fresca. And I've got a little cocktail pick. That I just thought would look cute, okay? It really does absolutely nothing, but let's try this. Yes, absolutely. You guys have to get some of this. This is Canadian though. So if you are, um, this is made in Calgary. It is in my local grocery store. Um, I'm in Canada, so you may not be able to find this in every grocery store, um, but maybe in the States, you might be able to find it, I'm, I'm hoping, but they, there's lots of this kind of stuff out there, uh, but I recommend that one. Very good. Okay, what are we gonna name this? Back from the depths, because that's where I am. Back from the depths of freaking cold hell. Let's write that down so don't forget. From the depths. And one thing too, because this does not contain alcohol, you should be able to order this over the border. Um, if it did have alcohol in it, that would pose a bit of a problem. Um, back from the depths. And I'm telling you, it's very refreshing and lovely. Even though there's red wine in it, it's really good. My week. So it's been a couple weeks. So of course I was feeling a bit under the weather. It wasn't the worst cold that I ever had, but I definitely um, took it out of me. It was just more of like a fatigue thing. And that tends to be what happens to me when I get sick. So like, uh, I just, my body's like, go to bed, stay in bed, sit on the couch, close your eyes. <laughs> and it winds up uh, just taking it out of me big time. So I'm very, very unproductive. And um, I just had a lot of other things to do as well as just, it just made sense for me to take one week off for the podcast. I know sometimes I'm a little bit late depending on what's going on on my end or my editor's end or whatever, but um, I felt kind of bad. I was like, I, gonna, I was like, should I just film from my couch? 
Would you guys like a, a, a podcast from my couch with my no makeup, no hair and just talk about shit? Um, also, the trip that I took to get my Invisaligns uh, put in, it was actually pretty smooth. Like it wasn't def like it wasn't um, traumatic by any means. Um, I get nervous about that kind of stuff, especially if I'm going on my own. I'm not going like with a friend. Uh, and I don't know why I was so nervous because I just popped into the office and then they just like gave me my Invisaligns. Actually, they, they put the tabs on first, popped them in and then I left. And it wasn't until later on that evening, I was staying by myself and I was like, oh my gosh, like I am going to order the best sushi in the city. Like I'm not going to go out. I'm going to, I'm going to order it in. And, uh, I take my Invisaligns out and I realize I can't <laughs> close my molars all the way and I'm like oh no like what's going on so I called the office right away they were closed because I was panicking I was like I cannot chew my food like I can't close my teeth which I didn't know because when you have your Invisaligns in um, you can touch them together so it wasn't like I had any indication of this until I got back to the hotel <laughs> and then uh, I was like well sushi's soft anyway so if I have to just like use my front teeth then I can and I didn't realize you know it was just such a minimal gap that it didn't make any difference really at all uh, just when I chew I tend to just rub against one of the little tabs and I got a call from the office the next day and they were like I yeah, just feel free. If it's bad enough that you need to get it fixed, then just go to any dentist and they can just like file it down a bit for you and problem solved. But I haven't had to do that. And so for those of you who get Invisaligns initially, um, it is a little bit freaky and scary because you're like, feels like you have 10 extra teeth in your mouth because these little tabs. <laughs> it feels really weird, but it's all going to be okay. Also, I think my little tabbies get stained really easily. So I'm going to have like little red dots on my teeth after this if I don't brush in between. But you guys don't care, right? We're friends. Mm. I, you know what? This is probably in the top 10 cocktails I've ever made on the show. I, I'm going to make sure that you guys have the recipe and then probably a link to this product if they have a website i'm sure they do if they don't what is this 1914 <laughs> who does not have a website um and yeah oh my god you guys last night i was out for dinner and i ordered and at one of my favorite restaurants i ordered something called lobster cream and it was just on, you know, like on the menu, there's like a little section where it says sides. So like for your salad, there's like grilled chicken, you can add shrimp, you can add tofu or whatever. It was, it said, um, lobster cream. And I was like, what the hell is that? Because I'm on keto. So I, anything creamy, fatty, rich, I can get away with. I can eat the whole freaking thing. <laughs> so I was excited. And so I asked the waitress, I said, what is it? She's like, well, yeah. She's like, it's just lobster and cream. And I was like, is there anything else in it? Like any flour? Like, is it, what is it? Like a chowder? She's like, no, it's just lobster and cream. Like it's all, I think it's all she knew anyway. And it was one of the best things I've ever had. Now, let me say, I know this is like, this is the best cocktail ever. And this uh, last night though, really, it was, um, Something, I can't even describe it. It was so delicious. And because I could eat it without feeling any guilt. But, um, oh, I had a point. What was my point? <laughs> uh, it was very, 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 very delicious. Oh, I was going to say that I would almost be tempted to order it as a dessert. Instead of, if there was like creme brulee or lobster cream, I would literally be like, sweet or good and I love creme brulee creme brulee is my ultimate dessert I think it is for many many of us I know that creme brulee is like a number one choice for a lot of places and if you have an option I, I was at a wedding a few months back and uh, one of the options for dessert was creme brulee it was like chocolate cake and um I don't know strawberry sorbet or something every single person creme brulee it was like a vanilla lavender creme brulee or something oh and it was so worth it. And oh my God. But this lobster cream is like a creme brulee, but as an actual little side dish. So anyway, I 
I got like a little bowl of it and I was like, oh, it's such a small like amount. <sighs> That's why, because it's so rich. And anyway, I've long story short, I enjoyed it, loved it. It was amazing. The pairing with the wine and I had it with like Caesar salad and ugh. And then when I, I um, when I was finished, I boxed it up and brought it home. And this morning for breakfast, I put the lobster cream in a pan, heated it back up. And there's like chunks of real lobster, like claw in there and just, oh my God. And so I put like a cognac noodle in it. So it's basically a noodle. That's not a noodle. I won't even get into it. It's just, it's like a keto friendly noodle. There's no carbs in it. And uh, it kind of tastes like a rice noodle. And anyway, oh my God, it was the best. I got to figure out how to make this. And they, I don't think they're using fresh lobster. <laughs> they're using frozen, I'm sure doesn't make a difference. I really don't know. All I know is that what I experienced and what I tasted frozen or not was almost like last meal type shit. Really. I'd have a side of lobster cream and you could dip things in it. I feel like you could make a lobster cream creme brulee and it would be delicious. I wonder, you know, a savory creme brulee. So it's essentially a custard that you would add sugar to. I've never actually made it. <laughs> I probably should one time. Anyway, so I'm I'm thinking like a savory creme brulee, but then don't serve it as a dessert. You just kind of have it like as a little side that you kind of maybe plop out onto the plate. Because often I'll have sour cream. If I make like a beautiful stew um, or I'm having something like a little bit like stewed meat kind of almost like a pulled pork or whatever, I like sour cream with it. But if I did like a savory creme brulee, hmm, let me, it probably exists. I'm not making this up. I mean, I, I'm making it up off the top of my head, but somebody else has probably come up with the idea and it probably exists. It's probably called something different, <sighs> but now I'm getting like, my stomach is, I'm getting hungry. <laughs> I'm getting hungry. Also, November is my birthday month. I'm a Sagittarius and I'm trying to decide what the hell I want to do for my actual birthday. The world is my oyster <laughs> and I apologize if my teeth are red right now, but, um, yeah, you know, I do love Vancouver. I love Toronto and I don't know, I might want to take like three days and go somewhere in Canada. It's winter here though. So it's not like I can go any, I don't really want to go to the States or anything, anywhere down South. Like I don't want to go too far, even though, I mean, Toronto is like just as far as if I were to fly to like Southern States <laughs> where it's hot. Um, but it's kind of the time of year that I really like being in Canada in the winter time. Uh, the ski hills aren't quite open yet. Maybe by the time you see this, they will be. But there's a couple open. I shouldn't say they're, they're not. But the snow is a little shitty. It's not like great yet. And it's Christmas time. I mean, I know I'm jumping the gun a little bit. But as soon as it turns, like the day after Halloween, November 1st, I'm in holiday mode. I'm in Christmas holiday mode. I am buying the eggnog. I'm doing all of it. But so I don't really want to go anywhere away from like the wintry. I'm kind of in this cozy zone right now where I'm just so excited for Christmas and my gifts are rolling in that I've ordered. And oh my God, I forgot to talk about, I forgot to write this down here. Residual little really unattractive phlegm. It's just sort of coming out. Okay. This is very exciting. So for the past few years, I've adopted kids for Christmas. <laughs> I've adopted children <laughs> um, for Christmas. So essentially you sponsor a child for Christmas. You, you get their little Christmas list and then uh, you don't get their name, but you get their age and their interests and their little list uh, if they have one. And um, then you get their gifts for Christmas for, you know, um, families that can't afford to buy gifts. And so this year I have five children. Three of them are all si are siblings and then the other two are siblings. So um, the first family that I'm buying for is a five-year-old boy, a six-year-old girl and a seven-year-old boy. 
and um, the other one, the other family is um, two sisters, a ten-year-old girl and a thirteen-year-old girl. And I can't tell you how. I just, I get, I, I get like so emotional. It's out of control. Like it doesn't even make sense that I would get emotional and be like in tears about it. But yesterday, because I found out. So they, I got the the 10-year-old and 13-year-old girl and I was ecstatic. I was like, yes, because I'm a girl. I like I remember being that age. I know what I want. And they're into arts and crafts and cozy stuff. So that was all I know. And I'm like, okay, I got this. And then um, because I was offered the two, I, I wanted to see if there were maybe more. Anyway, so I, I had the original two and then um, reached out to see if there were more like another set of siblings because one year I had a, a family and it was five siblings five kids so um I was like oh do you have any more kids and she's like oh yeah I do I've got this set of three siblings and um oh when I when I got the email it just like hit me in this really weird way where I just got super emotional and I was just imagine like I guess it comes from like my own wonderful childhood of like great memories at Christmas time. And it just makes me so happy to be able to do that for other kids, you know, like, you know, make it special for them too. I'm going to spoil them and it's going to be the best. So I always remain anonymous. I don't need any recognition. The glory on Christmas morning, when I know that those kids are opening their gifts and of course, Christmas is not all about the presents, but when you're coming from a family that has very little money and can't afford stuff, getting a cool gift is like, yes, that is amazing. And, and trust me, I <laughs> grew up with very little money. Um, my mom, like my parents always did a really, really, really good job of making us all feel individual, special, but at the same time, um, you know, knowing my sister and I kind of would want the same thing, but just a little like a different colorway or something. And this is exactly what I'm doing with these. I've already pretty much got everything for the older girls, the 10 and 13 year old, but I made sure that they both are getting kind of similar stuff, but different colors. Okay. So one, I, I know 13 is a little bit old for Barbies, but there are these really amazing, they're not even Barbies. They're like a different Zuru or something, but there's like a doll that looks like a Barbie that is very pretty, but it has, um, it's like a bakery. So it has the oven and it has all the little cookies and the trays and like little miniature accessories just get me. It's like when there's little miniature things that go with something, I'm like, I have to buy it. It's so stupid. Um, and then the other one is a vet. So it has all like the little tools and like the pets and stuff. So I know when I was 13, I was kind of a younger 13. So I wasn't like mature and like curling my hair and doing my lashes. I was still not showering and still just kind of a tomboy. And But Barbies, oh my God, I just, I would kill for these sets. So anyway, I'm just coming from like my personal experience. I think we all do when we're buying gifts for people. It kind of comes from a place of like, oh, I would have loved this or I love this or anyway, it's just so fun, I guess. You know, the spirit of giving, it sounds so hokey. And, oh, it's, it feels better to give than receive. It really does. You know, and then thinking about, oh, would she like this? Or, oh, this would go really well with this. And I have no idea who these people are, who these children are. <laughs> I don't know. But it's kind of like giving me such a gift to be able to kind of like do good and feel good. And um, highly recommend it. It's not too late. Uh, this podcast is going up on the 18th of November. So there's still plenty of time for you to sponsor some kids for Christmas. Do it. Don't hesitate. If you can afford to do it and you want to, um, go for it. And it's pretty easy to find. Sometimes if you go on Facebook, um, or typically you go through like the like local food bank is a lot of times food banks will um, also do kind of like a, a, a Christmas charity type thing. Uh, so you don't have an excuse. You have to look it up. You can find it. And um, yeah, I just highly recommend it because it is 
definitely a wonderful, wonderful feeling. And I don't, I, mean, I haven't even finished shopping yet. I mean, the little ones I'm so excited for, the five, six and seven year old, the six year old girl. Oh, I kind of feel like <laughs> I don't want to reveal the gifts in case they're going to watch the podcast before. That doesn't make sense. But there are two Barbies in the Jeep and it's a really cool looking Jeep. Then I found this vet kit. It's like a veterinary kit, but it's by, I think Melissa and Doug is the brand. And they, it's like a little bag with all kinds of plastic <laughs> vet accessories, like the little needle, the stethoscope, um, all these different things. I, I just know when I was a kid, that's all I ever wanted was like a doctor kit. I mean, this is a vet kit, but pfft, same diff. Um, anyway, so it's been so, so fun to just think about it. And I'm already like, do I have time to order stuff online? And I don't, <laughs> don't want to go too crazy because, you know, I have to kind of stay realistic and think about, well, next Christmas, like if I'm not sponsoring the same family, I don't want them to get all this stuff one Christmas and then like not very much the next. So um, also have to keep in mind, like the boys, the younger boys that they get similar stuff. So, cause there's nothing worse than opening a gift and looking at your siblings gift as you're opening it. My sister and I used to do that all the time <laughs> when we'd, it'd be Christmas morning and literally we would be opening our own gifts, but looking at each other's gifts and not even looking at our own. <laughs> cause you're so concerned about what the other got. And if we got the same thing or was it the color that we wanted or, and so, uh, there is like a dynamic there too, that I'm also keeping in mind. Um, and then, of course, budget, budgeting everything the same. <laughs> budget? What's that? <laughs> um, I also, I also was curious about uh, sponsoring seniors, like senior citizens um, for Christmas, you know, so at the old folks homes or whatever they're called. <laughs> I don't know if they're called old folks homes, but um, like the senior care facilities where um, they're not getting visitors for Christmas. Maybe they don't have any family, that kind of thing. Oh my God. It gets me. I like literally started to choke up, like just thinking about it. Um, but then what do you, what would you get them? You know, like, I don't think that they care about things. And then not every, not every senior at these facilities are, you know, are that cognitive. Like it's not like they're all there playing bingo and chess. Like some of them, are blind some of them can't you know like so I think it would be interesting to to kind of partner with say like a grade one or two class and have them make crafts for the seniors or have them make something personalized sort of for their senior citizen and it also teaches the kids to um you know respect their elders and like think of them you know, they're not like the forgotten ones. Cause I'll tell you what, I've said this before. We will all be, if we're lucky, maybe unlucky to make it to the ripe old age of whatever, to where we can no longer care for ourselves. You know, we will be in the position that they're in. Everybody gets old, you know, and because it's, oh, so far in the future, you don't even think about it, but yeah, I mean, it's going to happen. It's going to happen to me. I'm going to be a wrinkly little old lady. I'm going to be doing yoga and I'm going to be podcasting <laughs> from my space rocket. I'm going to be living on Mars maybe, but um, you guys, my carpet is laden with like I can only vacuum so much. It doesn't pull up all of the little safety pins and stuff from all my clothes. Every single item of clothing that I get from Dolls Kill especially has the tags aren't attached to the clothing. It's like attached by a little safety pin. And more often than not, they wind up falling on the floor and weaving their way through my Berber carpet and then stabbing me in the foot. Just keeps me on my toes, you know? <laughs> do I have a straw? I do, but I don't care. <clears throat> With ice, should have had ice. So freaking delicious. Oh yeah. I was talking about my birthday. Yeah. Where the hell am I going to go? What am I going to do? I feel like Vancouver and I want to stay at, is it called the Pacific Rim hotel? 
the one that's right downtown. It's like the ritziest hotel on the water. Not that I'm like, okay, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I do like to find the nicest hotel in the city if I'm staying there for a couple of days. And uh, if it's ridiculous, forget it. Like I'm not going to spend crazy amounts of money, but um, typically though, like when you're staying at places like that, there's a usable bath. So like you could actually have a bath, you know, some hotel rooms you get into and it's just like the built-in unit, like with the shower bath combo and, and there's no way in hell you're going to sit down in that thing. That's the majority of hotels. But when you're, in, when you're spending that much money on a hotel, you get the bath. Typically you get the bar fridge. Nothing's ever free, but it's just the luxury of like, maybe I'll have this and maybe I'll have that. And then they typically have better coffee. And I shouldn't say that room service is always better. Um, like speed wise, but typically, you know, you get better options and it's, if it's my birthday, I'm going to go out. I should vlog it is what I should do. Anyway. So I haven't decided what I'm going to do yet, but that's that. So I was in Calgary the other day and that's where I got this lovely glass from anthropology. I got a lot more, but anyway, I was in a store called Discovery Hut, I think that's what it's called. And they sell a lot of these like blind boxes. I know that this is not an unboxing channel, but this is a Tokidoki blind box box with six different blind characters. And these are called Boozy Besties. <laughs> and I figured we're all about booze over here. <laughs> not really, but we have a concocktail segment and what better time to unbox one of these dudes to see what we got. So that's what I'm going to do. Unbox one and see. And then I was going to do this thing where I was like, then I make the cocktail of the character that I unearth. So what are our options here? There are eight different options, two chasers, meaning that there are two extremely rare ones. But these are the options right down here. And these are vinyl characters. And uh, I see so many of these like pop up online or like on, you know, Instagram reels or YouTube. And I just love the idea of unboxing little blind characters and not knowing what you're going to get. <gasps> Boozy besties, doo doo doo. Anyway, let me just rip the sides off. So I'm gonna do, I'm gonna open one. And I know that this is kind of like opening gifts and I should be saving this for um, December, but you know what? I ordered us a advent calendar for December. So I'm just, you know, I'm thinking ahead. All right, so of course we don't know which characters we got, which one, this one. All right, boozy bestie. This is what the box looks like. And for those of you listening to this podcast, you must go to the video version on YouTube. Oh my God, you guys literally, it's this big. It's just this top thing. And I think, let me guess which one it is. It's bubbly. For sure. <gasps> Here it is. And it's got little, oops, it's focusing on my face. Is it supposed to look like a Dom Perignon? Is this? I was going to say, is this an actual cork? Oh my God. <laughs> my ultimate fantasy to be able to pull the cork off. <gasps> Cute. It's a little bottle. Oh my gosh, you guys, how appropriate. Just saying. Um, adorable. And oh, oh damn. He doesn't really want to stand. 
19. Um, I wonder if this was intended. <laughs> that it sticks on my glass and literally... Well, that made my whole day. Oh yeah, hold on. There's a little booklet in here. So I received Bubbly, is his name. There's a Brewski, a Mai Mai, Bubbly, Mido and Canpai, Novello, Whiskey Tango, Agave, and Cherry Bomb. I really, really want Cherry Bomb. So I'm hoping for Cherry Bomb, Mai Mai. I mean, of course the chasers are cute. The agave is super cute. But are they all this big? Like that? Like, no, actually, if you look at it, uh, this is the smallest guy. The guy that I got is the smallest relative to the rest. If that's how it works. Anyway, now that you guys are bored out of your tree, and I have my new accessory. He won't fit on all. He won't fit on all the glasses that I own, but this one does. To get up one more time. <laughs> okay, so my camera um, card keeps filling up, and the problem is, is that I <laughs> I delete only a certain amount of videos. And I'm like, oh, that'll be enough space, and it's not. So that's what's happening. Have you ever seen a celebrity in real life? And I'm not. I don't mean like at a concert. I mean in the airport. In public, have you ever seen a celebrity? Um, I personally have seen a celebrity in real life, spoken to a real celebrity, and got a psychic reading from the same celebrity. It's Teresa Caputo, <laughs> the psychic medium. Um, I actually went to a show in Calgary with my mom, and we got a reading. In the audience it was like the stadium was full it was like eighteen thousand people and she just picked up on us I'll, that's a whole other like topic podcast session but um that's it though <laughs> i've never like I, I i think if i spent more time in like hot spots you know in the u.s like in california or like disneyland or wherever maybe but uh no I've, that's all, that's the only celebrity I've ever seen. I've heard about celebrities being around, um, but yeah, let me know if you've ever seen a celebrity and if it, like, in kind of an intimate setting and who was it and how did it affect you? I re-ripped off my pinky fingernail, you guys. It's, I can't tell you. The trauma that came when I re-ripped it, just the, what I went through the first time, was, it was so traumatizing. I, I cried like a baby. So when you become an adult and you get hurt, you don't really cry, right? Like when you're a kid, you cry when you get hurt. But when, as an adult, you just kind of like, oh, fuck, like, oh, God, you, you don't actually have the instinct to cry. Unless, of course, you've broken your leg off or something. And then that's, then you can cry. But I was wiping the counter. So what I, my pinky nail had grown out and I was the next day I was going to get my nails redone. And uh, I was doing like kitchen cleaning. My, my hands were wet. My nails were wet for quite some time. Of course, softening my nail bed. I'm wiping the counter with my microfiber cloth and I go to wipe around the cutting board because I have this wooden cutting board next to my um, toaster that's always there um, for bread or whatever. And so I keep my breads and baking and stuff on this cutting board. But on the sides, there are these like little grooves where you can pick the cutting board up because solid wood cutting boards are heavy AF. So you need the little side things. And I go to wipe around it. And as I'm wiping around it, my nail catches the little side thingy the little side groove and rips it back at like a freaking 45 degree angle. And right away I was like, no, 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 no. I knew what I had done. I felt it. It was so painful. And I teared up and I was like, please, no, I'm not 
like, please, this can't happen. I, oh my God, I just grew it back. Like it took forever to grow back and I just re-ripped it. I was so mad at myself and I was so just like defeated. And I almost just sat on the freaking kitchen floor and cried. This is a very minor injury in the grand scale and scheme of things. Okay. I understand, but I would have never reacted that way if I hadn't already ripped it off to begin with, like in the first place. So it was like all of these feelings kept rushing back and I was like, Fuck. poor me and my goddamn pinky nail. Here we are again at the healing process where I have to keep it shorter than everything else. And I have a club pinky. <laughs> a dwarf pinky so look at it now <laughs> do you see it now I know it looks like I have a regular pinky when my nails are this length but when I don't can you see how short my freaking pinky finger is so back to pretty much square two because it's not ripped all the way to the back it's got a little bit of like a little bit of attachment so anyway I uh yeah trauma Could have been worse. Could have been ripped off completely again. Anyway. All right. Um, seeing a celebrity. Yeah. I feel like if I were to, I feel like depending on the scenario. So if, if they're sitting down and eating dinner with somebody, I would not go up to them. If they're kind of on their way in or out, I might be like, Hey, I know you <laughs> They're like, good for you. <laughs> what do you say? Like, I'm a big fan. I feel like even if I wasn't a big fan of this, I would say I'm a big fan just to make them comfortable or whatever. Or what do you say to a celebrity if you really want to like get a selfie with them? Because I was thinking about this the other day that autographs are really not even a thing anymore. I think they still are, but it's selfies. You don't want an autograph from a celebrity. You want a selfie with them. That's the new autograph, right? And if you can't get it, then you just film them, right? And I have a friend, I shouldn't say a friend, just just a, an acquaintance that was at Disneyland when Justin Bieber and his little sister were there. And uh, they were kind of like Justin Bieber and his sister. They weren't being like hounded by people. They were just kind of moving through. It was like before people discovered that they were there. And um, she said, hey, can I get a picture? And Justin's like, no. And then so she went and put her camera up and took one anyway. And he, he goes up to her, he's like, why would you ask if you're going to take it anyway? Like he got pissed. And I was like, what did you do? Like, that's a crazy story. <laughs> Justin Bieber is giving you shit. And um, she had all the photos and she wasn't videoing. She was just taking photos. So it was like a series of photos of like Justin walking away with his sister, turning around, coming back and like his arms getting wider as he's getting closer. <laughs> um, so I, I would be respectful, but I think something comes over people like, there's an opportunity of a lifetime. And so if you see a celebrity, like say you saw John Travolta having dinner and you think, okay, I'm finishing dinner. And this is the one and only opportunity I'll ever, ever have to get his autograph or to get a selfie with him or see him just ever. So I think people get this thing. It's like, it's almost like fight or flight. Like I, if I don't do it, I never get this opportunity again. And then it makes them crazy. And then they just go up to people. And I, I can't put myself in that position because I've never been in that position. I've never seen a celebrity to where I'm like making the decision to go up to them or not. And I understand that like, yes, they're real people. They're, they're, um, you know, they deserve their privacy and whatever. But also I think there's some of them that like it. There's some of them that want you to go up to them. They want the attention. Like they're in full glam. They're hoping paparazzi's waiting outside and they're waiting for like some validation from somebody inside to recognize them. Maybe the smaller celebrities because I think that it's probably insane for some of the bigger celebrities to like just exist. <laughs> you know, they wake up in the morning in their penthouse and there's like a helicopter taking photos through the window, you know, like and they're just always wearing clothes, never nude. <laughs> it would be a bit, a bit crazy. But I've also had this fantasy of like befriending a celebrity and being like, yo, you can come stay at my house if you need a place to get away. I live in the Rocky Mountains. It's crazy. I have 10 kilometers of cross-country ski trails. Come chill. I won't expose you. I won't ask you for anything. But then I'm like, why would I do that to like a random stranger just because they're famous? 
I mean, those are the biggest freaks ever. That if, if you're going to get murdered, it's by somebody who's suppressed and famous. Maybe that's also offense. <laughs> anyway, um, just a thought. That's all. Okay, you know what? I have been rambling and rambling, and um, I'm going to finish this podcast off with a question for you. Does a straw have one hole or two? Uh, I think you probably came up with an answer immediately and then rethunk it because I don't know. <laughs> if you bend the straw, I think, then there's two holes, right? But if it's straight, what, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Um, let me know your thoughts down below in the comments and um yes i'd be curious to know what your idea is on that i have a little bit more to talk about but i just want to say a big thank you to all of you for sticking around to the end if you have and um forgiving me for skipping last week's podcast um and I'm getting so excited for Christmas and I'm going to start decorating and pretty soon instead of this uh, dragon palm or whatever the hell it is, this fake thing over here, I'm going to have a fake Christmas tree and I've got a bunch of little colorful retro ornaments that I'm going to put on that I'm excited about and we're just going to get cozy and Christmassy and come up with some Christmas cocktails. I'm not going to just wing it. I'm going to for sure find recipes um, kind of like I did last year. If you have any Christmas cocktail recipes, email me at kittylickerpodcast at gmail.com or um, leave it in the comments down below uh, because I need all the ideas I can get and I'm going to make sure that I have the ingredients. I'm going to the grocery store, the liquor store. I'm, you know, do I need a little burner? I don't know. I'm going to make it happen. It's going to be great. And I can't wait. One of the best times of year. Christmas is definitely, it's hard to beat. So I'm going to make it special for you, make it special for me and... Yahoo. <laughs> uh, I hope you guys are having an amazing day. It is Friday and I hope you have an amazing weekend. Of course, I'll be back next week with another podcast. No more breaks. Um, and also check out my OnlyFans, my Patreon. Uh, I've got Instagram, Snapchat. There's a link in the description called my links. Uh, go there and you can find everything that you need to find. Um, also email me kittylickerpodcast at gmail.com if you have any questions, comments, suggestions and um yes thank you all for tuning in and i'll see you in my next 